What's up, guys? My name is Justin. And my name is Jordan. And welcome to another video game podcast. A podcast where different gamers talk about different games. Yeah. And this yeah. week... Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, and this week, we're talking about a game that both Jordan and I play heavily. Oh, you know what I mean, God. like, we probably play this about four times a week together mm-hmm. for a few hours at a time. Yeah. We're talking about... What are we talking about, Jordan? Dude, we're talking about the one and only Sot. You even Sot, bruh? Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. <laughs> it's called Sot. You Sotin? <laughs> Sot doesn't roll off the tongue like Cod does. I know, right? Yeah. But yes, we're talking about Sea of Thieves. It is an incredible game if you have not played it. Highly enjoyable. It's fun to play solo. It's it's way more fun to play with a crew though. The it's more hard people to play you have. solo. Don't jump into it by yourself if it's your first time playing. I mean, I did. That's how I learned the game. Is I had to play solo. Yeah, but look how look how like aggressive and predatory you are. You're, you I are know. if you was to turn out like you. I know. I do play the game a little too aggressively. Just a little bit. I'm working on it, alright? I've tried to tone it down since playing with you. I just feel like there's more of an opportunity to play a little more that way. Like, a little more friendly when you know you have a crew. Right? Or when you're playing by yourself. Like, your only advantage, I feel like, is to make the first move. Like, that's your only advantage when you're playing was, by yourself. I just want to prove how wrong you are by saying that earlier today I was playing by myself. There were two other crews on there, and I managed to get... I managed to diplomat my way into getting both of them under one alliance. So we, everyone Ooh. on the board was under one alliance. I've seen a couple of survey er, surveys, uh, servers like that. Like, I joined into a server one time where... God, some random ship in an alliance just rolled up on me and I hopped in and there were like there were like five or six ships in the alliance. Like the entire server was alliance. It was awesome. I feel like we're pushing too far ahead though. I feel like we Justin, explain to the listeners what the game actually is. Like what's the point? What do you do? Go. So I feel like Sea of Thieves is a game that a lot of pe- gamers have heard of, but a lot of them haven't actually played. Um just because it's not a game for everyone. I don't think it's for everyone. Um, it's a, it's a, you, so you, you roll and roll. I can't talk. You're a good start. Um, you are a pirate um, and you have a ship and your ship shot size, your ship size, um, your ship size will capsize. Ship shunk. If it's shunk. Um, but your ship size is determined by how many people you have in a crew. Um, there are three ship sizes. There are the sloop, the smallest one with only one sail, the brig with the, which has two sails and is medium size and the galleon. The galleon is the giant three sail and, uh, probably the poster child for most of the sea of these, uh, gameplay you see. Um, and you, you want either one, two, three, or four people. Like when Jordan and I play, we play with a sloop. Um, just because it's easier to manage with the two of us. Um, 
we uh but the the point of the game is really kind of up to you so there are different factions that all have a different role there are the um there's the the gold hoarders the um order of souls Mm -hmm. the merchants guild Mm -hmm. and uh, the other bigger one i would say would be the reapers yeah, they've also added a few other ones later on, like Hunter's Call when they added fishing. There's a Hunter's one. Um, there's the Athena one, which is like a separate rep that you can only hit when you become Pirate Legend. And you become Pirate Legend by getting to level 50 in three different, like, what are they called? The factions. Three, three different factions, thank you. But to kind of break down what each faction does, Gold Hoarders is, as you can imagine by the name, is all about getting as much gold as humanly possible. So you take on treasure maps from them and riddles that lead you to gold, um, gold, gold vaults and stuff like that. The Order of Souls is about collecting skulls. Skulls you get by uh, fighting skeletons, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are these undead skeletons that you can fight, and you get the skulls from them. And then the Merchants is the worst one, where uh, there's one decent quest where you just try to get a ledger from a sunken ship, and then there's a the terrible ones where you have to just take cargo from one island to another and literally just be a trader. Yeah, or you have to, like, go to... There's ones where you have to find certain animals on certain islands, which is really hard. Like, you need, like, a pink pig, and it needs to go to this island. And all they give you is a crate, so you have to go try to catch the fucking pig. If you know what island the pig is even on. Uh, dude, It's those ones are a nightmare. I, I wonder if they've reworked them since I've even tried to do them. Luckily, in the game, there's something called mermaid gems where you can just find like a mermaid statue that sings to you like it literally like it's it's like a magical song that you hear and it's louder if you're underwater so you like jump into the water try to find the mermaid statue and then you attack it it breaks it gives you a gem and you can turn that gem into any faction that you like so i would always turn mine into the merchants and i would recommend that anybody else does the same just because those quests are dog shit and, but uh, and so that's the game, and you might be asking yourself, Justin, why do you say that it's not for everyone? That sounds like a pleasant experience. Well, here's the thing: PvP is always on for anyone that's not in your crew. So you can spend like literally, me and Jordan will do one mission for the again. They're the well, they're the Athena ones, which are like the big boy ones. We'll do one of those, and it'll take us about two to three hours. You can get tons like thousands and thousands worth of gold and stuff like that on your ship you don't get that gold until you go back to what's called an outpost which is basically like a safe house type of thing um but uh and you turn in that gold you like turn in a chest to the gold hoarders and they give you money for it Mm -hmm. and when you're on your way back and any moment during your voyage or after your voyage another enemy ship can just stroll up to you blow up your stuff and sink your ship and take all your everything you got and so you spent you spent hours of work for nothing and that (laughs) is one thing that's the biggest thing i think it's not for everyone yeah that so yeah that can be really frustrating especially for a first-time player like i remember you talking about how that happened to you the first time and it turned you off of the game for how long for like a year before you came back to it i played it for the first time with you 
and that happened to us, and I didn't play for another year. Yeah, it can be really frustrating if your first experience does not go well, um, which I think brings us to our first important question, Justin, and that's that, do you think that Sea of Thieves should have a passive mode? In a sense. I don't think it should be like GTA where you can just go passive. I think that they should have PvE servers. Um and a lot of people will, if any Sea of Thieves fans are listening to this, they're going to hate me. Because that's one of the most like, oh, you just, oh, it's PvP, just get used to it. It's like, I get that. And, I, and I'm not saying I would only be on a PvE server. I like some of the PvP as well. There's some level of excitement. In, mm-hmm. in when you're being when, like chased by a faster ship. I, right. Yeah, yeah, that can be but, really exciting. But I think that more people would play if there was PvE versions. And I think that no matter what, more people playing a game is better, just in general. Yeah. I always yeah. think that the more people are playing a game, the better. Um, and I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't do it. And I get it, Sea of Thieves, it's not Sea of Friends. Um, <laughs> but why, why not have like a Sea of Friends version? Shout, shout out to our friends Gale and Gabe that we met for the other night out on the seas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gale and Gabe. There, so that's one of the few rare gems you could find. Yeah. Is like you'll you'll come across a lot of people that you'll like. I'm always trying to be a diplomat. I don't really want to seek out and do PvP unless that was our goal in the first place. Yeah, and so when I, when we come across someone, I usually grab out the megaphone because there's proximity chat and just go, "Hey, we're friendly. Just want to say hi." You know, do you want to do an alliance, which is where you raise flags and you share the wealth. But um, and then most nine times out of ten, they'll just shoot at you and they don't care. It's like trying to just walk up to someone in GTA online and being like, hi, how are you? You're just going to get shot in the face. Yeah, which is really stupid if you don't like if you fucking think about it, like like make an alliance with as many people as possible and everybody makes more money, but nobody can fucking figure it out unless you're trying to do Reaper stuff. Yeah, unless you're there's a certain faction that you need to like kill players. The Reaper stuff you is where you are. Your goal is to kill players and sink ships. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there are rare gems like Gale and Gabe, where we ran up ran across them, and we were just like, "Hi, we're friendly." And they were like, "Yeah, we're friendly too," and they helped us. They just like they gave they us a little bit gave of us loot. Yeah, I've never had anybody do that. That blew me away. And because of that, like two days later, we all got in one group and we sailed to Galleon together and it was lovely. So It was a Gale, grand old adventure. Gail and Gabe, if you're listening, we love you. Love you guys. Um, oh, Dude, I've toyed with this question, should Sea of Thieves ha- have a passive mode, for quite some time. I've really tried to give it some thought. And I think the answer... Is yes, but I have a few caveats to it. One, it is timed. You cannot ch- like you, you like you cannot be in. Uh, Real quick, are you talking about what I was talking about with the PVE server? Or are you talking about like going passive mode, like in GTA? So I am thinking. I, I'm I'm not thinking in sense of a server because I do think that PVP in Sea of Thieves like in the adventure mode, is important. I do think it adds a fun layer to the game. Um, that being said, I, I think it should have a few caveats. So it needs to be timed. Th- that being said, 
Um, I also think you cannot willingly choose to go into a passive mode. I think it should be something where, like, if another player kills you, you can elect to go passive for, like, half an hour. Where they can't kill you, you can't kill them. Um, but it's not for forever. Because what what comes to mind is if a player has sunk your ship, like, at, at that point, I just want to get off. I don't want to play anymore. There's no incentive for me to keep going, right? But if I know, okay, the next half an hour I am untouchable and I cannot touch anyone else, it might make me want to, like, finish out my quest, and gain that last... Yeah, I lost a lot of the loot, but at least I know the next half an hour will be a lot easier. I only have to deal with, like, computers, like bots. I see what you mean, but in my experience, when I have died from another player, and mm -hmm. I respawn and I do keep going, I rarely run into that player again. Because it spawns you far away. Opposite and, side of the map, usually. Yeah, yeah, opposite side of the map. And the map is large enough. And there's only usually about three, two other crews besides yourself on any server at any given time. And so usually I just don't run into them again. Um, so I see what you mean, but I, I, don't, I don't see it being like a GTA situation where you die, respawn, and that same person is right there trying to kill you. So I have been bullied in sea of thieves quite a lot i have definitely had experiences where like players refuse to sink my ship but there's like three people on my sloop and they're not doing any damage to the sloop but they just keep killing me as soon as i come back that is incredibly frustrating that has happened quite a bit to me um yeah i i so i think i but we're both in agreement here right justin like there should be some form of a passive mode as to what that form is. We might not agree, but I, I mean, I think we're, we're in agreement here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I kinda, I just don't think that PVP players and PVE players should be in the same server just cause like, yeah. I, for, I mean, there is I a PVP mode that we just haven't played. Yeah. The arena. Yeah. Yeah. But the like, arena. I think that like in the, when you're in the adventure mode and you should be able to choose PVP or PVE. Mm -hmm. That being said, maybe we could, maybe, maybe the part where maybe we might differentiate on, I think I can get you on board with that idea, but maybe if we just talked about how, like if you're PVE and you get all the way up to pirate legend, you're beefed out. You can't just switch to PVP and wreck people. Um, maybe there are certain things you miss out on. Well, then there'll be achievements and stuff you miss out on. So Yeah, so I, I had another thought too. I think there should be a punishment for going passive. So I think that if you go passive, if it's not going to be timed, I will say this caveat, if it's not going to be timed and there is a passive mode, I think you should only get like half of the gold that you would get in a PvP server. That's adventure that. mode. That's part of the risk reward. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's the PvP is fun sometimes. I mean just the other night we like successfully easily sunk was that our first ship first player ship that we've sunk together? It was I wouldn't really call it an achievement. Just so Jordan and I are really, really good at 
no matter what other ship they have, we are excellent at maneuvering. And it's the um, sloop's main powers because it's so slow. You can turn so quickly, and other player well, other ships can't do that. Yeah, and so it's we are excellent at maneuvering and using our harpoons to hook us onto rocks to make us turn faster, and we are amazing at that and that's what we primarily do because normally when we run into another player ship we're already halfway through a voyage and we don't want to mess with them yeah i wouldn't really call that one we did an achievement because it was one dude and mm-hmm. uh i sl- he was shooting cannonballs at you while you were on the ship and so i just well, went but let's him. let's let's explain to the listeners exactly what happened because it really was quite beautiful we were headed to an outpost um, or no, we were headed to like an Ashen area to start an, an Ashen Athena's quest and a player sloop was just continually following us and they were quite a ways behind, but they had slowly started catching up. We had our Alliance flag raised. So we were trying to offer an Alliance with them. And so I thought, okay, let's try to slow down the ship or we thought let's slow down the ship a little bit, let them catch up and figure out what their intentions are. Um, and so we, you know, took turns jumping off the ship and just trying to get attached to their ship to see, like, if we could hear anything in proximity chat. Because, like, when you jump off your ship, you're in the water, in the ocean, and you can try to, like, get to the ladder of the other player ship. Well, Justin fucking nails his jump, and he's just latched onto the ladder of a player sloop as they're passing by. And so as they're passing by, I call out to them using proximity chat. I'm like, hey, like, you want to form an alliance or like we're friendly or I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was something along those lines. And he immediately starts shooting at me. And at that point, Justin just being so perfectly just at the bottom of their ladder, still kind of in the water, crawls up the ladder while he's shooting at me and just blunderbusses him. One shot, he's dead. When you're dead, you go to the the ferry of some kind. What's it called? Davy Jones Locker, some sort Pretty of much. shit. It's it's, it's yeah. a death it's a death ship and there's a there's a timer that you have to wait for where you can respawn. Before, yep. And if your ship is still up, then you do not uh like you don't start over. You spawn back at your ship. And so we hadn't sunk him yet. I think he came back once and we killed him again. We lit his ship on fire, shot cannons at it, and sunk him. And it was a good feeling. I felt really good. And we had no other issues, I think, for the rest of that time, right? Yeah, no, we didn't have any problems. I I have no problem going PvP when I when it's when they're causing it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm personally not an aggressive even person. And so I am never one to be like, let's take him. Um, but <laughs> no, I'll fight, but it's just not, I'm new, normally not the aggressor. Um, mm. Jordan, on the other hand, I remember one time, this is when we first started playing together and I, I'll never forget. This is a very, uh, good story to explain our different personality types. Um, we were I'm both so excited on a, to hear this already. We were both on, we were on a, an outpost turning in and another ship pulled in on the other side and they were turning in their stuff. And I was just like, I used my proximity channel. I was like, hey, just we'll let you be. You just, you turn in your stuff, we'll turn in our stuff. And they were like, okay. And we got all of our stuff on down and uh, we got all of our stuff turned in. So we had nothing to lose. And he was still turning in his stuff. And Jordan just goes, let's kill him. <laughs> no, what? Why? Why? Why would you want to do that? And he's like, well, we have nothing to lose now. I'm like, yeah, but let he didn't mess with us. Let's not mess with him. <laughs> we didn't do anything to him, thankfully. But I'm just like, why would you? Why? Uh, 
man. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that is 100% me. I I am so excited for a, a I just like occasionally not super often. I would say a good percentage for me is if 10% of the time we got on, we were just going to focus on fucking up kids in adventure mode. I would be so excited to do that with you. I like I'd be down to not do it time. once I once I get my initial goal cuz Jordan's already pirate legend, I'm not. And so um once I get there and I have nothing else to do, like I right now I have goals in mind and I just want to spend my, spend my time doing those goals. Yes. And so I feel once I'm understand. done with that, then sure. Yeah. Dude, oh my god. Excuse me. Yeah, I I God, I love Sea of Thieves, man. I could just talk about Sea of Thieves for hours, I feel like. Yeah, this originally was going to be an episode about The Witcher 3, but we changed our mind last minute. I know. I'm so glad we did. I've, I, I, We took way too long to talk about this game. It is so much fun, especially to play with like a really good buddy. It's so much fun. Yeah, I wish I could find one one day. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, I'm, I'm excited. We're talking about this at the very tail end of season one of the mm-hmm. Battle Pass, and uh, oh, yeah. we got we just watched a video, the sneak peek of season two. Season two literally starts in three days, um, so we're pretty mm-hmm. excited. Um, and uh, I know for a fact that you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, we're probably going to be playing this a lot. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I, we're going to be on this a lot. I'm going to stay up way too late, way later than I should have. I stayed up way too late last night, but I was playing COD. Um, man, I am so excited for Season 2. You know what blows my mind? Is that Sea of Thieves got an award for, like, most evolved game or something like that. Like most what kind of award, Jordan? That'll really blow people's mind. Was it? Is it actually a Nobel Peace, Peace Prize or Nobel Prize, no, whatever no, the fuck that was. That was the April first. Okay, April that was the video that was watched. the video. <laughs> that was the video that that tricked me. I'm an idiot. Don't worry. About I said what kind I said of Jordan a video at first of like talking about the season two updates, and the same guy also posted a video on April first saying like amazing big leaks and like everything he said was wrong. Was well, but he I said it in three such a minutes, confident way. Yeah, into the video before I realized I was being fucking trolled. It was a four minute video, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, it was so funny because it was just like he actually won a Nobel Peace Prize for most evolved game and stuff like that. Yeah. And I and I I'm sure that everyone watching that that didn't realize the date was like, wait, what? That can happen? And then the, I watched that video way prior. And so <laughs> when Jordan was like, oh, I'm gonna watch this video, I'm like, go for it. <laughs> um, no, but like it actually won an award for that, right? Like most improved game or like most changed game. I don't know. Why don't you talk to the lovelies while I Google it? Absolutely. Yeah. It won. So I've played this game for quite a long time. My roommate, my sophomore year of college, sorry, junior year of college, when this game came out, had an Xbox and we would play it on his Xbox for hours and hours on end. He's almost pirate legend and he never played that game. I played that game on his account. So I've almost gotten two different characters to pirate legend. I just want to take a moment to point that out. Um, well, one of them I have. Another one I got very close. It won. Sea of Thieves wins the 2021 BAFTA Award for Best Evolving Game. Um, BAFTA is a British Academy of Film and Television Arts Award. Mm, so that's kind is. of a weird, 
uh, reward for it to earn, but still. But it's, it's very fitting. Well, I think is... So, again, I have no idea what part of that video is true or not, but is Rare actually located in, like, England? Is it a British game? I have no idea. Oh, let me... I know. Rare location. Um, Rare games. <clears throat> yeah, what do we got? Uh, British video game developer and studio. Okay, yeah, it's a it's a British game, so that makes sense. It's like their version of shit. What are our uh like E three, right? Rare? No, E three is it like a news conference? No, E3, BAFTA. E- oh, what's what's like the American version of BAFTA where it's like the video game awards? Was it like uh, the IGN awards? I know they I theirs are pretty so. big. I don't yeah. know. I don't I don't do award shows very often. No, I don't think anybody does anymore. Uh, but no, Rare Rare is behind some of the games like, uh, um, like uh, oh my brain, I'm, they're all <laughs> on the tip of my tongue. Um, Banjo Kazooie, um, oh gosh, I think they're behind Perfect Dark. Um, but uh, they uh, Conquer, um. They're 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 weirdly really really into the the platformer genre. The Golden Eye 007? Yeah. They did Golden Eye. You're shitting they me. They did they did Golden Eye as well as Perfect Dark. Yeah. That's crazy. And Donkey Kong? Donkey can Kong we, Country? Can we just talk about for a second how cuz I'm looking at all the graphics of all these things that they made and it's very similar to Sea of Thieves or Sea of Thieves is a very weird looking game and the fact that it's very cartoonish it's very extremely blocky. cartoonish think of the art style of like Fortnite. it's similar to that with a little bit more customization detail but it's the same kind of art style in general like everyone has a little bit more of a blocky texture to them yeah um very animated very animated but somehow the water is the most realistic water i've ever seen in a game Absolutely. Well, I feel like that was their intention because they wanted it to be able to run on the maximum number of consoles and PC rigs as possible. So you make the graphics of everything else really low, but you really focus in on the water and they nailed the water. Like the game itself is gorgeous just because of the water. Oh yeah, it looks beautiful. And there there are, even though it sounds like it's a lot of chaos and stuff, there are a lot of long parts of the game, especially if you're sailing from one end to another, where you just play, like, you can it's play peaceful. instruments and stuff like that. And you so, can go like, fishing off the back of the ship. Yeah, and so there are a lot of times where we're just sailing from one end to the other, I just start playing music, and Jordan starts fishing, and it's really peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, the peace doesn't last forever. Um, there are a few things that are just out in the open water that can really mess you up. Um, the most common being skeleton pirates, so you can come across skeleton ships. They are very easily discernible from player ships, So, mm-hmm. and they're honestly not as big of a threat. Like If me and Jordan come across a galleon, again, the big ship, but we know it's mm-hmm. a, a skeleton one... We've taken those down before as a sloop. We don't care. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I do want to point out that this is us talking about the game again at the end of season one because that was not always the case. There was a time in that game, there was a build of that game where those ships were super aggressive and hard to take down. Yeah, and so we don't really worry about those. It's only when we see a play, we, we'll see a player sloop and be like, we got to keep our eye on them. Just because yeah. the, they can do some sneaky the, shit. The computer isn't sneaky. 
Yeah, it can be like there are the way these can call bomb barrels, which are these big red barrels that are very cliche of every game. Um, but they're explosive, obviously. And a lot of people will do is they'll just swim off their ship. They'll sneak onto one like I did with that one player we took down. And they will uh, this kamikaze like a, themselves. They'll kamikaze themselves. But those yeah. barrels do a ton of damage to a ship. And so it, in the end, it, it it pays off. But they're, you know, computers don't do that. No. Um, they're not smart enough to think of things like that. Probably the most exciting, the more exciting things you can come across randomly are megalodons and uh, the kraken. Yeah, um, we have not come across the Kraken. Have One, have we ever together, me and you, come across the Kraken? No, you and I have never come across That's the Kraken together. That's crazy. I want to so bad. I was just thinking about that. Like, we have not had a Kraken or even a Meg in quite some time, I feel like. I, well, Megs we are a little. Meg last time. That's should uh, yeah. fight it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We come across Megalodons once, yeah. once per session. We we come across a Meg. That's fair. The but the thing is, like, I think I read. I don't know the validity of this. I read somewhere that a Kraken will only happen if you are if there are no other world events happening near you. So like, we're never gonna have one of the Ashen in the Ashen areas. Mm. Um, which, the Ashen areas, by the way, are a very small portion of the map where there are volcanoes that will erupt at random. Um, and also, if there's no skull forts going on, which skull forts are randomly uh, the, the random uh, spawns at a uh, at a at a fortress, um, which are usually abandoned until there is a skull above it. That skull mm-hmm. meaning that there is it's like a wave type thing where you fight uh, several waves, rounds of, of zombies, yeah, yeah rounds skeletons. of yeah skeletons. And uh, but there's a lot of intricate stuff you can also do in the game that you and I haven't even touched. Um, yeah. First of all, Jordan and I have not really touched the story based stuff at all, which we really want to. Yes, um, we we really want to, uh, but I think at least for at least from the one time I did a tall tale, you get no gold. It's yeah, just no, about the story. Point. It's just about story, but you get a lot of rewards like items, like you get okay. weapons, you get clothing, um, you get skin. Um, like I think the one you get at the very end of the entire Tall Tale, uh, at all the Tall Tales, is you get you know when the gold hoarder um, guy, how he has like his skin is like a mixture of skin and gold. Uh huh. You get that. Oh, stuff like that. That's and interesting. So you get material rewards like that hat that you and I have, that tri-corner hat that also has mm-hmm. that glowing feather on it. That's from mm-hmm. doing the first tall tale. Um, and so you get you get rewards, but they're just not a whole lot of monetary rewards. And so that's what our where we are set right now. We're just trying to, yeah. Uh, I feel like that's one part of the game that we have yet to talk about, and that's that. What's what do you do with the gold that you get? You buy oh. cosmetic items. Yeah, you buy yeah. cosmetics, um, and it's kind of weird because when you talk about it on pa- and it's on paper, you know, it's like you put a lot of work and you get something that looks better. The it it's weirdly like it is very rewarding. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you're not gonna get there. Like my when I start the game and I've never played before and I have a rusty cutlass that does the exact same damage as Jordan's flaming cutlass or whatever. This is just yep. an example, and so it does the exact same damage. But you get different skins for it, and that is very rewarding in of itself. But the, the Jordan and I differ on what kind of customizations we really enjoy. I enjoy the person customizations, even though it's a first-person game. I like my character looking badass. Where mm. Jordan loves the ship customizations, which is where the really expensive stuff comes. Oh, out. Dude, it's so expensive. It's so hard to get ship stuff, but I think that's why I really love it and really enjoy it. 
Um, and there's like, there's a lot of ship stuff that I don't currently have that I really want. Um, obviously there's the one that you have. How did you get that? By the way, did you pay for it? Like with real money to get that ship skin? Yeah. Uh, of course you did, you little slut. Yeah. That's what I told Gail and Gabe when we were playing. They were like, oh, this is amazing ship co- uh, cosmetic. Where'd you get it? I'm like, I could tell you, but it's not going to be impressive anymore. And uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, I paid for it. Yeah, um, and it's the same one that you get for being a pirate legend. Untrue. Oh, it's not? Th- I thought you said it was the same one. No, no, I have no. You got get back to the, look at it. S- the Soul Flame uh, gear, which is what I have, Um is only through the ship stuff you can only get through purchasing it there is a soul flame mm. costume for your person okay that you do get through pirate legend and that's through doing that achievement of like the fortress of the damned and doing yeah. it 25 times yeah um which that's why i haven't seen anyone wearing it it's because doing that achievement is ridiculous um but um that's the matching costume to the uh, to the ship stuff that i have what we're talking about what you're talking about is the ghost stuff it's literally called the ghost ship set and uh that's so bad but it's so expensive oh yeah i want all the ghost stuff and uh because i feel like it would take me a year to get it all like a year of my life would have to be dedicated to playing this game and i i love this game but i don't know if i have that much time i think you'd be able to do it with your as long as you pop an emissary stuff that aren't athena like, That's um, true. For example, yeah. I was doing gold hoarders. First of all, emissary flags basically mean that you're running a flag that it represents one of the factions. And when you do that and you're doing that fashion, that faction's missions with that flag raised, you level up that flag. And the more you have it leveled up, the more gold you get in return. And so, um, like today, I was at 350,000 gold. And by the end of three missions with the emissary flag up, I'm at 500,000. Yeah, that's so, that's a really good day. Yeah, so I I'm I've I've gotten really far today. Um, I'm at 99 with the battle pass. I'm halfway through 99. Oh, so, you you were grinding today then, huh? No, uh, I mean after literally after this, after we record, there's a good chance that me and Jordan might play some Sea of Thieves. There's um, a pretty good chance. There's a pretty good chance, and so yeah. I mean I'll have to go talk to the wife for a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, by the way, this is such a weird thing to say, but, uh, Jordan and I have started making our names on things, AVP, and then our username. Like I'm usually AVP sticky bomb. Jordan is usually AVP captain Redbeard, And that's to represent our podcast. We are not nearly big enough for me to be talking about this right now where we're going to see someone <laughs> in a game and they'll be like, oh, you're AVP. But no, that, one day we just one day. Dream. Hopefully, yeah. one day, um, our YouTube videos view count has slowed down since me and Jordan have stopped looking at our own videos over and over. I know, <laughs> but it's no, so heartbreaking day. to see. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. I like one day. I I enjoy just doing this. I know. Um, I enjoy it too. But uh, yeah. So I. Uh, but anyways. Uh, what was another subject that we had here? Uh, we could do best and worst feelings in Sea of Thieves. I feel like that's a really good question. That's an easy one for the worst. Yeah? What's the worst for you? The worst is when you spend hours trying to get getting stuff on your ship and someone takes you down. Yeah, That's that the d- worst. I will say, so 
have you you ha- I don't think you've ever been tucked on yet, have you? What do you mean tucked? Yeah. So there was a time when I was playing this game. I had the whole day off of school and work. I had not turned in anything because I'm risky and stupid like that. I had probably been playing the game You're for about so five hours. You're so stupid like that all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've, my God. <laughs> I probably was playing the game for about five hours and probably had close to like 100,000 gold worth of materials just on my ship. Some guy, you can emote in this game, right? Some guy, somehow, I don't know how he did it. I don't know where he came from. I never saw his ship. He slept, like there's a sleeping emote, where I was putting all of my loot. So I was Uh. just stacking loot on top of him and I couldn't see him because I had spread out the loot too much. I... I, 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 my guess is, I think he had another sloop, like he was, he was playing with someone who was tailing me, because as soon as I got to an outpost, he knew, he jumped up, he blunderbusted me in the back of the head, that sounds so dirty, he basically shotgunned me to the back of the head, I died instantly, and he just got all my loot, he got it all, like five hours worth of work. Well, that, that I'm sure that we're going to get tucked on in a different way because part of the new season update is a new... So the way you collect materials in this game is on every outpost there are a bunch of barrels. And barrels can contain stuff like wood to repair your on ship. On every island, not just on, on every, every outpost. Yeah, every island. Um, wood to repair your ship, food to regain your health, cannonballs, stuff like that. That's how you get your resources. And now there's an emote where you can turn yourself into a barrel. And so this is going to kind of be a game changer. And I think that especially on the 15th, when the new season drops, there's going to be a lot more people on one server just because I think a lot more people are going to hop on for the new season. And I think we're going to see some barrels that weren't there before on some outposts. Yeah, um, probably get fucking killed. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, no, I haven't had that happen to me, luckily. Um, but uh, that sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the best feeling that at least me and Jordan have had, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that was running into Gail and Gabe, uh, just cause the, f- at least for me, cause like that was the most, I think, I guess it wasn't the most rewarding in terms of like, oh my gosh, I, well, I guess I can name a few spots where we got the happiest, but in terms of like player to player value, mm-hmm. that, that was, was the, the best most, moment. That was the most wholesome, like oh my gosh, we could not have been happier. We made friends out of it. And it was just because these people were cool. And um, and I think the other moment for me that was amazing with you is when we first did a gold vault. Oh my God. That's what I was going to talk about too. I was more stoked about the gold vault than I was about digging up the first Athena's quest or Athena's chest. Oh, for sure. Me too. Well, it's because we were kind of, we, we did our research after that. So me and Jordan, Jordan took a long break and then I hopped back on to game and see if these, and since, since Jordan took his break, there has been uh, treasure vaults that were added to the game where basically you go to multiple islands guided by a compass that only points towards the islands you need to go to similar to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, how uh, he has that one comp- Jack Sparrow's yeah. uh, compass only points to one direction and it only points to what he wants most. It's similar to that, but it just points to different pieces of a map. 
And they're spread across different islands. And once you find all the map pieces, you get an X. Sometimes you can get it earlier, but basically you get an X, um, marks the spot, and it's on one island. You figure out what island that is, you go dig up that X, and then it says the voyage is complete. So technically you did all the paperwork stuff. You got, you dug up this chest, mm -hmm. but what's in this chest is a totem. This totem is a key, and it'll give you a hint on it of where you're supposed to go. You have to find this key slot. And in this key slot, uh, when you went, once you enter it in, a giant door opens up, and you are led to a secret treasure vault, which has treasure everywhere. Everywhere. And there's also like a riddle in it where you can get a super secret, uh, a, like a, a amazing Just chest. A, yeah, a really worth, high like, value chest. Yeah, really, really high value chest. Um, but. Jordan and I did not really do our research first going in. And so when the doors opened, we didn't know that, A, there was a timer on it, that there was three minutes that you had until the door shut and it started to fill with water and eventually you drown. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so we assumed that there was some sort of timer. So we started carrying a bunch of chests outside the door because we knew that that would close. Um Oh, and, yeah. Uh, we, we could tell that it was closing because, like, the vault was shaking and the door was coming down. Right. And I was so, panicking so much in that moment. I had no our, idea what to do. Our first moment, I was like, oh my God, look at all this gold. And uh, and we went crazy. And I was the one being like, oh, there's a riddle here. Oh, let's try to figure it out. And Jordan's like, money. Yeah. Dude, okay. Not only, here's the thing though. Not only is there items that you can go turn in an outpost and they were everywhere. There was also piles of literal gold. So you could skip the turning in. You would just collect the piles of gold. And that gold would now be on you forever. It was great. By the way, there's an achievement for getting only every single pile of gold in a gold vault. Really? Yeah. I'd be down to go for that one. But... Yeah, and here's a little, here's why I got so frustrated a minute ago when I was talking about fucking greedy bitch Jordan is. <laughs> Jordan's the kind of guy that like we'll be we'll have like another player that's in proximity of us, and we'll have a lot of loot, and we'll just be like, I'll be like, all right, let's just go turn in so we're safe, and we'll 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 do the rest of it once we turn in what we have. Jordan's always the one to be like, no, there's another island, like just a few little, little bit out of the way. Let's just go get that. I'm like, dude, I don't want to risk anything. Stop risking it. <laughs> and him risking it has fucked us over like twice now. But and so I, isn't that part of the fun? Come no, on, I want, I want just my money a little bit. Just I want my money. And it's usually it usually ends with like the ship sinking or something like that, and me just going like, Jordan, I hate you. Yeah, I'm gonna get. <laughs> no, it usually ends with Justin saying, I'm gonna get off. <laughs> <laughs> just like that just like that dude just right in that time yeah i'm gonna get off <laughs> yeah no i'm usually just like i don't i don't care anymore <laughs> right but that's what i'm talking about that is the only consistent large problem with the game and that's that if your ship gets sunk you want to get off and stop playing you don't want to play anymore right like that's that's true yeah yeah that, especially that if you have if you've been the, playing for like an hour or so. Another good question on here. Um, is the game unfair? Um, let's try to make this a relatively quick question because I do have to go. Um, but. We're only at 43 minutes. This should be I, one of our longer episodes. I know. I feel so bad. Um, okay. Is the game too unfair? 
let me let me think about this. In what sense? What do you mean by that question? So there have been moments in the game where I felt like it was unfair. But at the same time, it's random for everyone what you run into. There I remember the first time I set sail by myself and I did not have Jordan with me, so I had no backup. I immediately had to fight a ghost ship that started that ambushed me. And that almost sunk me, and it wasted most of our resources, but I survived. And then I got a little bit of treasure, and I was heading back to an outpost, and the Kraken showed up. And the Kraken, on a sloop, with one player, you're done. There's no chance. There's, it's really, really difficult. I've gotten, the, I've gotten out, like, a few times, and I've killed him once by myself, but it is not easy. Yeah, like, there, there's almost no chance. Because, like, what he, did, what he does is you just see the tentacles show up on every side of your ship. Mm-hmm. And what he does is he literally just starts going to town on your ship. And he, but he picks you up off of it, so you can't repair what's being damaged. And then he starts to drown you a little bit by shoving you into the water. And mm-hmm. it's like when I was in those moments, I, I literally couldn't shoot in anything because nothing was coming into my crosshairs. And I was just like, "Well, I'm screwed." And so yeah. then, then it killed me. And I was like, "I'm gonna get off for a little bit." And that was one of the moments I was like, "That was unfair." Like I really yeah. shouldn't have fought the kraken by myself on a sloop. Um, but at the same time, I, I don't, I don't know if it is or not unfair. I think emotionally I was thinking at the time, like that was unfair, but I know it's random for everyone. And Mm -hmm. so I don't know if it being random for everyone, I don't know if like, is it unfair if it's random for everyone or is it unfair if it's, uh, if it's catered to how big your crew is, how, what kind of ship you're running? Like, should you only fight the Kraken when you have four people in a galleon because you have a better chance? I had a great thought. I had a great thought. I think that this might be... I think we don't need a passive mode because of this thought. I think that there should be an easy mode and a hard mode. The easy mode is what beginners can start into. It is like two to three other ships in a whole world server max um like world events don't happen as often so you're not going to get attacked by megs as often or ambushed by a skeleton ship and i think that there should be a hard mode with a few more players in the server a lot more world events and there's like a multiplier for turning stuff in like you get more loot what do you think you shouldn't choose whether or not you're in hard mode or not i think it should be that if you are just starting um, then you are automatically put onto a server with other people that are just starting. Everyone mm. gets to get their like sea a boot legs. camp server. Yeah, yeah ah! everyone, everyone gets to get their sea legs. And uh, once you get more, a little bit more experience, and you hit a certain level threshold, then boom, you're put into the like regular like, server, like Rainbow Six Siege, right? Right, because there's like a there's like a lobby. Yeah, on PC, at least the version that I have, there's a lobby. Like for under level thirty, and there you oh. once you hit level thirty or whatever level it is, you can't go. You can't go back into that lobby. I never. I was. I was around before that was implemented, and when that was implemented, I was already too high to be able to do that to under to experience that. But I think yeah. you're right. So that, yes, I've I've only played those games. <laughs> yeah. When we when we eventually talk about Rainbow Six Siege, that'll be one area that I don't know about. Yeah, I but. really would like you to get that game on PC. I would really could get into that game with you quite a bit. I, I just want you to be I realized I've never really expressed that, but if you got that game on PC, I would play it quite a bit with you. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd be down. There's just so many, like, memories that I have in that game. Because that's when I was in an Xbox League mm-hmm. and uh, or a clan. And I was, like, the team leader for our Rainbow Six. I was a fucking beast. I on. would want you to teach me how to play this game. Oh, I yeah. want to be I taught just, by someone who's really good. It's one of those things where, like, I'm just scared to relearn because I know I'm going to be terrible on PC. And after experiencing being a god amongst men um, for so long on Xbox, I don't want to be crap again. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how I feel about Battlefield on PC, is that I was so good on PlayStation, and then I'm not that good on PC, and it's really frustrating. Yeah, so... Maybe I I I, I like the, I'll be down to do it, but you, I just got to get pushed to do it. Yeah, uh, um, just wait for a sale. Just wait for a sale on it and buy it when it's like twenty bucks or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I already own it on PC. Oh, but I, I'd have to double check. Yeah, but uh, do you have time for more? Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. You Ooh, get to pick. Here, all right. How would you compare the toxicity in the game to other games like Call of Duty? <sighs> it's way more rewarding. I think it's I think it's more <laughs> similar to the toxicity in GTA. Yeah, yeah, except more rewarding still. Because yeah. when you are successful, you get a bunch of rewards. No, no, no. <laughs> There's a huge difference between trying to fight a ship mm-hmm. and being toxic. Okay, a huge. Talk difference. to me. Like I, I watched a video. I'll send it to you. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it. I have a few videos for you to watch real quick that I think you really get a kick out of. See these that I watched today. And okay. One of them was uh, the most to- It was labeled as like the most toxic players or something like that. And it wasn't toxicity on the people attacking. It was toxicity on the people that lost. Um, and so they, there was a guy that there were two galleons going up against each other. One guy got into the other ship and that one dude soloed all four of them. And they also had a fortress or a, uh, a skeleton fort explosion barrel on the top of their crow's nest. So he blew that up. Their ship was done. And when they were all on the ferry together, so those four people he killed and himself, all of them were surrounding him, just calling him every single slur I've ever heard, and some I probably have never heard before. And they were so salty. And I'm just like, okay, in that ah, situation, they were so salty. That was a dumb one. Um, salt water. <laughs> um, no, but they were so angry and they were so toxic about it. And so I definitely think that there's a difference in like. You don't have to be the aggressor to be toxic. Just like how if you're in Call of Duty and you're facing off against someone and this person die, you kill someone else and they start calling you uh, every name in the book, um, that they're the toxic one. You are not the toxic one because you killed them. I will say the stakes in this game feel much higher. Yes. Um, and because of that, the toxicity, I think, can flow a little bit more freely. Because you can get really angry when you've put in an hour or two hours of work and then somebody kills you right at the end and you lose everything. That can make you really upset. This game can really go one of two ways. I think this is a good note to end on. Is the kind just a kind of general summary of how I feel what what kind of game Sea of Thieves is. I think that it's very interesting in that you can get off of school or work, and you can say to yourself, I want a relaxing game to play. And if you choose Sea of Thieves, 
it's gonna literally go. It's it's literally a coin toss. It can. It's not like I think it's a little it, bit better than a coin toss. It's like seventy five percent to twenty five percent. I think it's a coin toss. One hundred percent. Really? Yeah, because like, it's not like if like if it's like if someone said like I want a relaxing game experience after work. They're then they're gonna get a hundred percent surety of that if they go play like Stardew Valley. Or You're right. something like that, where right. yeah, I'm just gonna, there's no threat. I'm just gonna enjoy this little digital farming life. And then it, there are also people that like I want something more intense right after work or school, and they're like, I'm gonna go play Call of Duty, where it's constant chaos or GTA. Mm-hmm. Whereas this game, you can literally get one or the other. You can either get a really calming experience where you're just getting treasure and you're enjoying the ocean and you're playing music and you're fishing and it's a very serene, um, calming moment. Or you can get toxic players and people blowing up your ship and a megalodon and skeleton ships and a shit show. You can literally get one or the other, and so that's the gamble that you make. So it's it's really it's really hard to tell you like, oh yeah, you're gonna have to be relaxed in this game. That's why I say it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's it literally gives you both spectrums, but it's random. You can't choose like I'm gonna play this and it's gonna be calming today. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless you went into the PvP mode. We really did not talk about that at all, but there is a secondary mode called Arena. I don't enjoy it. I don't think Justin would enjoy it either. It's kind of dog shit, but some like people PvP really unless like it's it. A necessity. Yeah. Like, unless it's like... like the entire base of the game. I've never played it, and so that's why I haven't talked about it, because I don't know anything about it. Um, I don't enjoy people it. People that can't tell. I like, got shot I'm... on. I'm not really a PV. If if you're if the game gives me a choice between playing as a as a peaceful person or an aggressive person, I'm usually going to choose peaceful, um, unless I'm playing a game like Call of Duty, where literally there's no option to be peaceful, mm-hmm. um, or you know Rainbow Six Siege. If you're giving me an option, though, nine times out of ten, I'm going to be peaceful, which is why I'm really into RPGs and stuff like that, where I'm not really hurting anyone's feelings because yeah. I don't like hurting people's feelings. Yeah. All right, well, um, I think we wrap it up right there. I feel like this has been a great episode. I love Sea of Thieves. I could sit and talk about this game forever. I really could. If people like this episode, uh, we can talk. We can do a part two on uh, future seasons. Oh, please. Oh, my God. I hope so. I want that to happen so bad. Yeah, we want that to happen, guys. You know how you can help us? You can help us by following us. You can help us by following us on Twitter at uh, at AVPcasting. You can also help us out by sharing this with your friends. That's probably the number one way you can help us out, by sharing mm-hmm. it with people. And give us your recommendations in the comments if you're on YouTube. Like the video if you're on YouTube. Um, if you're on Spotify, follow us and give us a like on there. And and. You, those are the two primary ways you can talk to us is comment section on YouTube and Twitter. Um, Jordan's not really on the Twitter. I'm the one that usually handles the Twitter. Um, but, like, talk to I us on I will there. reply to YouTube comments, though. Yeah, he will sure. reply on, to you. We both will reply to YouTube uh, comments. Um, and I think what I want to do is I want to start clarifying, like, who's responding. Like, we can reply yeah. on the on the YouTube channel and then just put, like, a dash at the end and be like, Jordan or Justin. Yeah, yeah, so I know who they're talking to. Um, and so, but, yeah, we, we really enjoy this game. We want to know if you do, too. Tell us what, uh, and let us know what your worst experience was in Sea of Thieves and let mm-hmm. us know what your best I'm experience sh- was. Yeah, those will be interesting. Yeah, let us know, guys. And, uh, but if there's... Nothing else. You got anything else to add, Don Jordan? Um, no, it's just a f- phenomenal game. 
worth should charge more than sixty dollars for this game. Shut honestly. up! No, <laughs> no, games are already starting to become seventy dollars. No. Okay, okay, fine, but paying sixty dollars for this game is one hundred percent acceptable. Like full price. Do your research before you play it. Yes. Figure out if this is the kind of game you're gonna like. If it's the kind of game that you will like, you will really like it. Yeah, if this sounds appealing to you, where you got that 50-50 chance, go for it, and you'll have the time of your life. Alright. Alright. Well, have a great rest of your day, everyone. Goodbye, guys. Bye, everyone.